David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. Welcome to the first show of Sports and Torts for the New Year. New Year being 2012. I'm Elliot Harris. My co-host David Spada is not in studio today. I'm not sure whether he's suffering from the world's longest hangover from New Year's Eve. I realize that was his anniversary as well. So he is not in studio today. Supposedly he's downtown somewhere. I'm hoping it might be in court rather than in uh, incarceration or something like that. We have... A lineup that includes, as well as David, the January Playboy Playmate, Heather Knox, which is not a bad way to start off the year. Also on the schedule, former Detroit Lions tight end, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Charlie Sanders, and longtime broadcaster, former NFL player, Irv Cross. So if things go according to plan, and I'm not sure that they will, first up, we, we should have... A little time with the lovely Heather Knox, who hopefully will be on the phone momentarily. Okay. All righty. And we're in the process of tracking down David, and we should be good to go. This is the way the new year starts. So we set the bar low to begin with, and then as the year goes on, we elevate it. And by the time we hit December, we'll be rocking like we were last December. So, David, are you out there? Hi, Ellie. What's going on? Nothing. So is this the world's longest hangover from your anniversary and uh, New Year's Eve, or are you just busy working? Busy working. I started in, uh, where was I this morning, Wheaton, then up to Waukegan, now downtown. Okay. You get paid by the mile? I wish. <laughs> by the minute. Exactly. Okay, well, travel time counts, doesn't it? Is that the way lawyers work it? If you can, basically port to port. You're driving, you're talking on two or three phones, so you could uh, double and triple and quadruple bill. You get in a little trouble for that. That was the old days. Oh, that was, oh, okay. (laughs) Everything's above board? Exactly. It was during the gray lord times. Oh, the good old days. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, well, we should have a pretty good show. Since you helped set it up. Yeah, I mean, Irv Cross, I remember him back when I was a kid on the NFL Today with him, Brent Musburger, Jimmy the Greek, and Phyllis George. There was quite a tandem. Yeah. See, I'm old enough to remember when he actually played. At Northwestern? No, nah, not in the pros. <laughs> okay. Because I think he played at Northwestern with Parthesian. Right. But I don't think Northwestern was on television in those days. No. Kind of like in the 70s when uh, no one wanted him on TV. You got it. You got it. And then the Hall of Famer uh, Charlie Sanders is in the Detroit front office now. Yeah, I, I chatted a little bit with him yesterday, and uh, he's sounding good and very uh, excited. And the Lions find themselves in rare territory. They're in the postseason. And I, are we supposed to have Heather Knox, I believe, too, today? That's right, the January Playmate of the Year. 
Not a bad way to start off the year, is it? It'll warm us up a little. Just a little. Although today for Chicago for January, it's not bad. It's sunny. It's what? In the upper 44 degrees I saw in my car when I was driving. Not bad. We'll take that. We'll take that in February and March. Exactly. Maybe even in April. I don't think Carlos has to go to Florida. He could just stay here for the nice weather. Well, I think the change of scenery probably will help Carlos Zambrano, don't you? I don't get how baseball is allowing them to pay 15 out of the $18 million. I figured, okay, pay half the salary, but how is Seal going to let that thing go through? You ask, I have no clue. I mean, uh, the, the question I have is, Ozzy's going to be the guy to provide the tranquility for Carlos Zambrano. Who's going to provide the tranquility for Ozzy Guillen? Or does I, that, or does his contract and the, the change of scenery and get away from uh, the Chicago media and all that switch things? I mean, you got a lot of egos down there. You got Ozzy, you got Carlos. Hanley Ramirez is complaining about playing third. Right. I mean, Burley down there. I mean, I mean, I don't think he's got a big ego, but basically. He's not soft-spoken. He'll state his mind, and it's going to be a mess down there, I have a feeling. I don't think Burley will be a problem, something says. I think Carlos might be a problem. Now, something that won't be a problem is talking to Heather Knox, because we have her on the line. And, Heather, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. So are you in Indianapolis today? Yes, I am. Okay. So that's your idea of a warm-weather climate? Yeah, really. <laughs> no, it's it's a little cold today, but it's actually warmer than it usually is. But okay. I prefer something a little warmer than this. Okay. Now, you you came to Playboy's attention by going to a casting call last fall in Columbus, Ohio. Yes. How did that How did that all happen? Um, you know, I was just <clears throat> over the summer. I was just kind of searching around online, and um, I clicked on a, on the Honeyhead logo, and it. That linked me through to the Playboy's website, and I noticed that they were holding a um, an open casting call for um, for anyone really in Columbus, Ohio. So I kind of um, just chose to go on a whim, just kind of for fun. My older sister and I, and she didn't try to decide it, but she went for moral support, I guess you could say, and never thought that anything really would come of it. But here I am, so I kind of went on a whim, and now I'm a playmate. So it's all very surreal. Now, how long was the process from the casting call to being called back and saying, we want you to pose and we want you to be a playmate? Mine was very, very quick. I guess it's not normally as fast as it it was for me. Um, I went to the casting call in July, um, and in September I was asked to come out and test, and then October I was asked to come out and do my centerfold, and then I found out in October that I was Heather, David Spada here. Is January your favorite month of the year now? Absolutely. Well, my birthday's in January, so this is definitely the best birthday present I could ever ask for. When's your birthday? January 17th. So, David, there's still time to send Heather a present. <laughs> what are you looking for for your birthday, Heather? What's your ideal gift? Oh, I don't know. I don't really... Um, I'm not a big present person. I mean, I obviously enjoy getting them, but I just really like to spend time with like my family and friends, and I just like to have a nice party, <laughs> to be honest. Just, um, a, a night where I can get all of my friends and family together and just have a really good time. So, Speaking of parties, you were in Chicago for a New Year's Eve party, correct? Yes, I was. 
You couldn't have stayed in town for a few more days? Um, I was actually there for two days. Um, I have a little dog that I wanted to get home to. I just now got her a couple months ago, so <clears throat> I was missing her after a couple of days of being gone. Okay. Well, next time we have to have you in the studio rather than by phone. Okay, that works. Okay. Now, the fact that you got to be the January playmate means you also get to go to the Super Bowl, which just happens to be in Indianapolis. Was right. was that part of your thinking at all, or did that just happen magically? Um, no, you know, I didn't even think about it until um, when I was doing my story um, that, that you read in the magazine, um, and I was talking to the writer about it, about, you know, it kind of hit me, wow, the Super Bowl is in Indianapolis, and I'm going to be a playmate now. So um, it was just kind of luck, and I just realized it. So um, there's lots of things that I'm sure perks, I guess, from being a playmate that I'll run into that I'm really excited for. Now, before the season started, I'm sure you figured you'd be going to the Super Bowl and watching your Colts play in it. Things didn't quite work Uh, out that way, did they? No, not quite. Um, You know, there's always next year, but, um, yeah, no Super Bowl for us this year. So, so how, where's the uh, Playboy party this year at the Super Bowl? What hotel or what restaurant? Um, you know, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure they take one of the hotels and, um, like, turn it into, um, I think they're sponsored by, like, Bud Light or something. So they turn it into, like, what they call the Bud Light Hotel, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I don't know what hotel it's going to be. Okay, D- David and I are trying to get an wrangle an invitation one way or the other, but that's the only reason <laughs> David's asking that. Exactly. Oh, it's, you get, you're in my mind. You know, it's it's pretty easy to read that. Now, when did you start becoming a, a Colts fan? Um, I would say probably um, the same time I probably started becoming a football fan, which was maybe when I was like 19. I started working at, um, I worked at Hooters here in Indianapolis. And when I started working there, I'd say it's probably when I became a football and a Colts fan because, um, if you've read my, if, as you can read in the magazine, I made more money if I knew what was going on in the game because I realized that I was interrupting tables when I shouldn't have been. Like, you know, if it was like third down or like a really like important play, I was walking up the table and like, hi guys, can I get you guys anything else? And they're like, shut up, be quiet, be quiet. So I what started. What guy would tell you to shut up and be quiet? <laughs> well, maybe I'm being a little exaggerant, but you know what I mean. <laughs> so I decided to learn the rules of the game so that way I, you know, I, maybe also it gave me something to do during the, because during football games whenever I got a sports bar, you know, you usually have, you know, your customers walk in and they usually stay for the entire game. So, you know, you're not busy for a couple hours. Like, you know, if their drinks are full and they've already eaten, there's nothing there's nothing much for the waitress to do. So I decided to kind of like start watching the football game with, with the customers and so I'd say probably when I was about 19, I became a Colts and the football fan. And you've gotten good enough that you're now a participant in Fantasy League football, correct? Absolutely, yes, I am. I did not win this year, but there's always next year. It's okay, and the name the name of the league is? Show me your TDs. <laughs> who came oh, up with you'll you'll have to repeat that one for the people who might be a little hard of hearing in the audience. Show me your what? <laughs> Show me your TDs. As in? Touchdowns? Touchdowns. Oh, of course. That, that's the only thing I thought of, right? <laughs> Who came up with that name? You know, I'm not sure. I think our league commissioner, to be honest. I have no idea. I'm not sure if he had some help with that or what. But Did you have a lot of TDs this year? Um, I did. You haven't seen <laughs> the pictures? Enough, oh, 
So, so who was your quarterback? Um, I had Tony Romo and Cutler. Great Cutler. So you had a rough year. Yeah, I had a rough year. <laughs> what made you pick them as your quarterbacks? Just the way they look or their performance? No, just where they fell in line. <laughs> to be honest with you, um, like when we had our um, when we had our draft. You know, I picked running backs as my first-round draft picks, and then it wasn't until we, after our draft that we found out that the way our league played, or like the, the scoring system of our league this year, um, like our quarterback scored us all the points. So it was like this big mess, you know, like kind of like a an, an online argument with everyone saying, this isn't fair if you would have told us, you know, ahead of time that quarterbacks were scoring the points. I would have chose a quarterback in my first round. So I'm upset about my quarterbacks, believe me. But I got stuck with them, and there's nothing I can do. <laughs> okay, well, there's always next year. And there's always next year. Now, given your expertise, the Colts do have a couple of front office openings. Have you put in yes. your resume yet? <laughs> no, no, I haven't. Why not? Um, you can replace no, the Polians. Yeah, right. <laughs> would you get rid of Peyton Manning or would you keep him? Um, I'd keep him. I think that Peyton Manning is a, a Colt and will always be a Colt at heart. And I think that we should keep Peyton Manning and add Andrew Luck and just, I mean, they should learn from their mistakes and have better backup quarterbacks. Okay, so I mean, luck makes sense for the Colts because with the horseshoe luck, it all goes together. I know, right? Oh, I never thought about that. <laughs> that's cute. David, yeah, that's David's it. the creative guy here. I'm not just yeah. another pretty face. Well, that's true. I totally, I totally told you that was cute just now, by the way. So <laughs> it came from an idea from a guy. Oh, that's cute. So you were part of the suck for luck crowd? Um, yeah, I was actually. Kind of, not as um, it was. What I liked the most is whenever I saw um, people were at, to the game, they were wearing jerseys and they were taking. I don't know how they did it, but they were covering up. Um, you know, they were Colts jerseys, but they were saying "luck" on the back. They were taking stuff to cover up the name on the back, so they said "luck." So everyone was wearing Colts jerseys and said "luck" on the back. I loved it. So, who's your favorite Colt player? Um, you know, I, I, I hate to, say, to be cliche and say Peyton Manning, but after this past year and to see what happened without Peyton Manning, I'm going to have to say Peyton Manning. I mean, look what he does for the team. So so in your spare time, what do you do? Um, I really like to hang out with my family. You know, I don't really do a whole lot. Um, I used to go out a lot more when I was younger, but um, in the past few years, I... Um, I just spend a lot of time with my family. Um, I like to shop a lot. I really like to go see movies. Um, I like to um, cook. And um, that's really about it. I don't do a whole lot. Not, not a lot of partying out in L.A. or New York? Um, no, I've actually never been to New York. Um, but I do go to L.A. every once in a while, but I don't party a lot from here. I saw the photo of you sliding down the banister at the Playboy Mansion, so... Yeah, we we know you've been out there. What what was that? What was the mansion like for you? Um, it was it's amazing. It's so surreal. It's everything I thought it was going to be, and more. Um, it's I can't even. I it's it's. I'm kind of speechless when I talk about it. It's 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 super super cool. Like I'm so honored that I've that I've had the chance to go there, and that I'll have more chances to go there hopefully in the future. So it's amazing. <laughs> Is Lindsay Lohan in the January issue, or is that in December? Yeah. Yeah. Nope, she's in my issue, the January-February issue. Yeah. Is, did you get to meet her at all when you were out there? 
Um, no, I have never got. To, I have not gotten a chance to meet her. That would be really cool, though, if I did. Yeah. Now, Lindsay Lohan is in your issue. You're not in Lindsay Lohan's issue. That Aww, is, thank you. And it's a combination January February. Yeah. Double issue, and. The exposure you've received in that issue has to be phenomenal, probably the greatest it's been in decades, because that issue has just been a a, a top seller as far as Playboy goes. Yeah, absolutely. So a, a lot more people are going to be f- familiar with Heather Knox than uh, than they were a, a month ago. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> Do a lot of people ask you to autograph the magazine for them? Yeah. Um, not as, I mean... Like I, no one's ever like asked me out in public. Like, like no one's recognized me or anything. But, um, I mean, I've autographed a lot of for like my friends and family. And then I went out to Vegas and did my my like a uh, autograph signing when it first came out and like a meet and greet. And I signed a lot of copies then. So, and then um, I'm on Twitter. So a lot of like a lot of people ask me on Twitter to like um, you know autograph it and send it back. So. Now I saw a video from the Columbus casting call, and. You looked very I was natural. So nervous. You, you, no, not at all. You look so calm. Really? You just, oh, you thanks. just look. And don't take this the wrong way. You look like you take your clothes off all the time. How, how do you get to that point where you have that comfort level of, you know, here I am? Yeah. Well, um, I will say that casting call, I was extremely nervous. Um, I think what was making me as comfortable as I probably looked to you guys was. Um, they were very, very complimentary. Like, um, they made me feel good, you know, because they were like, oh, my gosh, you're so pretty, you're so beautiful. That's why you noticed I kept laughing because that's my way of um, dealing with, I guess, like being embarrassed a little as I just laughed it off. But, um, you know, once I went to L.A. and did my first test shoot, um, like the first, you know, 10 minutes, I was definitely, like, very shy. But after a while, you, you forget that you don't have clothes on. Like, everyone that works for Playboy is so professional and it's they they make you feel comfortable. It's it's kind of, it's, it's kind of hard to I don't know. It's, it sounds weird, but you just you don't feel like you're naked. Like it's I don't know. They just make you feel really comfortable. They are very good at what they do there. Okay. Do you have any acting aspirations at all, or any other modeling aspirations in the future? No, not really. I mean, this to me is like the. I mean, I'm I still can't believe that I'm actually in Playboy. So <laughs> this to me is the top of the top for me. If anything else, or if anything more comes to this, that would just be the icing on the cake for me. Okay. Now you have artistic abilities. Is that also correct? Yeah, when I was in high school, that was definitely my forte was art. So um, I like to draw. So do you pursue that still? Um, kind of sometimes in my free time. Like if I, um, I don't do it as much as I would like to. Um, it's definitely something that I should probably um, maybe add to my New Year's resolution to draw more, but. Um, I don't do it as much as I'd like, no. So at the Super Bowl, how many days are you going to be making appearances? Um, I'm not quite sure yet. I don't have a lot of the info about it. Um, there's a lot of things still in the works, so I actually do not have that information yet. But you will be busy, and you will be at the Super Bowl. There's no question about that and all the parties leading up to it. Um, I don't know, actually. You don't? <laughs> they have, I, well, yeah. There's, don't um, they know who you are? <laughs> I know. Um, there's a lot of other things going on in the country at the time, so I don't know. And the fact that I'm the current playmate, they might want me somewhere else. I don't know yet. I'm. 
it's I don't know if I I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about anything else. I don't know where I'll be or what I'm doing. I haven't been confirmed for anything. Okay. I'll leave it that. So do you pretty much have to leave your schedule open for Playboy um, appearances? Yeah, I mean, like it's up to me. I mean, I can if they if Playboy asks. I mean, they always ask you, "Hey, we have a gig for you. Would you like to do it?" They don't. We're not obligated to do anything. So, I mean, but I obviously, this is an opportunity of a lifetime. So I, pers- I, me personally, I leave my schedule open. So anytime an opportunity arises, I definitely take it that they offer me. So. Now, we've had, had previous Playmates on, and one of them was Jamie Edmondson, who was part of a double issue with Heather Ray Young in, yeah. uh, in 2010. And you can you can see the what the being a Playmate can do for a person. They can just take that and run with it as far as they'd like. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm. This is also brand new for me. I'm extremely excited for what the future holds, and I can't wait. That's one of the things that I'm most excited for is to meet all the other playmates and you know hear their stories and find out where they've taken their career and um, you know the different paths that they've chosen. I'm just so excited for the future. Now, when, what was your family's point, reaction to all this? You know, they're just really excited for me. They support every decision I make. They, you know, they want me to be happy and they trust the decisions I make and. Um, you know, if I'm happy, they're happy. So they, they've been very supportive. When you were at the Playboy Mansion, is there some celebrity that you met that just stuck out in your mind? No. You know, it's funny. I haven't really met any cool celebrities yet. I'm hoping that I will, but... Um, Do you meet any uncool celebrities? <laughs> you don't have to name names. That's okay. No. I think I was so shy and timid that, like, I kind of stayed in the corner all night. I was, like, oh, this is, I was in shock, kind of. So I didn't do a lot of mingling. I didn't do as much mingling as I wish I would have. But hopefully I'll get a chance in the future to do so. Did JoJo McCarthy do your makeup for the uh, Playboy issue? JoJo McCarthy? No. Um, She's Jenny McCarthy's sister. I know she does a lot of the makeup for the oh, Playboy girls. Oh, no, no. Um, a lady named Sarah did it. She's amazing. But, no, Sarah did my makeup. Yeah, David and I need to go into that makeup business so we can hang around. Uh, yeah, there you go. Playmates and things like that. <laughs> that would be our excuse, right, David? You need to get no. You need to be the stylist. So you get in the wardrobe. So you oh. can like come in on set and like fix the boob tape and all that. <laughs> so I got a question for you. My tenth anniversary was on uh, New Year's Eve, and the day before, my wife and I were going out to dinner, and she said, "Do you want to go to Tilt the Kilt?" And she was joking. I thought she was seriously went there. Tilt the Kilt yeah. kind of like a Hooters on steroids. Do you think yeah, I was wrong to go there for an anniversary dinner? Uh, wait, she was being serious? Like you guys actually went there? We went there. I thought she was serious. We pulled up the park and she goes, I was joking. Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, I think that depending on what kind of marriage you have and what kind of personality your wife has, I mean, it could be kind of like a fun thing, you know, like kind of like a fun joking, like, a, you know, um, I don't know, like a gag, you know, kind of like how you give gag gifts, kind of like one of those things. I don't know. It depends on your relationship and the personality, I guess. Yeah, well, we'll see if there's going to be an 11th anniversary next year. There you go, yeah. I'm not so sure if, if David takes Melinda quite that seriously next time. I think I shouldn't take her there for her birthday. That sounds right, like that a good idea. idea. Just, just take her somewhere nice next week. All righty. Well, Heather, thank you. It's been a delight. Good luck. Thank you. Hope thank to you. make it to, uh, to the Super Bowl or at least to the Playboy party. If not, yeah, we'll have to get absolutely. you in studio one of these weeks. Yeah, I'm really close, so. We're, we're always available, and our All schedules right. are flexible. Okay. All righty. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was January 2012 playmate Heather Knox, a big Colts fan. You enjoy that interview, David? I did. It's hard being a big Colts fan this year. 
it, it was rough. It was rough. I don't know about re-signing Peyton Manning, though. I mean, $28 million is due, and for him to basically mentor Luck to that much money, I think I'd tell him bye-bye. Well, you know, I don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. All we have to worry about is taking a break and coming back with Charlie Sanders. Sounds great. This is Sports and Torts, and we'll be right back. <laughs> 